Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. So Mac made you Shia? Yeah, she what watched she watched your Dr. Locke video yesterday when you were talking about healthy breakfast things. Yeah. And I was talking about how much I like chia pudding. So last night she was like, oh, I'll, I'll make some for the morning. Do you want? So I got chia pudding. Nice. Delicious. All right. You going to share? Nope. Share with the class? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I actually have another Dr. Locke segment okay. today. Okay. Yes, this one's about, healthy. Um, about caffeine. I actually didn't know about this until I saw this yesterday. Hmm. Kind of, well, I was a little bit shocked by it. Yeah. Others might not be shocked by it. All right. Jimmy? Morning. New Star Wars Is that shirt? a new Star Wars? No, it's just you haven't seen I, it. I was at Walmart yesterday, and they had... Um, Full like um, sweatsuits, and they were Darth Vader. They were awesome. I was gonna text on Jimmy and tell me he's go get one. Did you see those shirts that I sent you? They pop up on Instagram. You know the ads every once yeah. in a while, and they're like like they're like button downs, but they're like full on scenes from oh, Star yeah, yeah. Wars. <laughs> yeah, I thought of you like right away when I saw one. You would look good in one of those. I wonder if they have anything that would fit you. Those would look awesome. There's your. That's how you dress up. That's Just Star Wars stuff all the time. Yeah, love it. All right, um, 74 today, Rick Springfield. So we're kicking off the show with Jesse's Jesse's girl. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. I am here to tell you that even if you get a little bit older, you can still develop as a person. You can still make changes. That never stops. That never changes. You can be a better person. Okay. Right? For the first time in my entire life, Mm -hmm. I am wearing two different colored socks. Oh, wow. It's a big step for me. Yeah, you're the guy who has, like, the socks have to be matching. There's a left sock and a right sock. I was doing the laundry this weekend, and I have, in the last, I'd say, month or two, thrown out a couple of socks. Mm -hmm. And they were just what I do with the ones that don't match, because I have, like, I have socks. And you wear socks all summer, by the way. Yeah? Yeah. You don't wear socks? Doesn't. Not in the summer. No, at night now, I mean, it's raining, but it's summertime. You'd wear 
sandals and take your socks off. Let I don't your, have let your feet breathe. I don't have sandals feet. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You wear socks. I have cover your you feet and up. Jimmy have horse hooves. Yeah. Um, so you wear socks all summer. So anyway, what I'll do is if I'll save them for the possibility of another match from another set if one <laughs> gets thrown out, right? Yeah. So I have that sort of sitting on the side in my in my sock container. <laughs> um, but then I was like looking at it and I'm like, I got two socks here. They're different colors. Mm-hmm. Can I do this? Can I can I be that guy that puts two different colored socks on? I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to leave the house, but I I'm feeling okay. I think it's okay to have two slightly different socks unless Oh you really? Know, that doesn't <laughs> surprise me. Unless Mr. You're, Black socks. On, here we go. We got one. That's a gray one. And then a blue one. They're the exact same. They're different colors. Let's see again. Gray. That's gray. Blue. Oh, almost <laughs> fell over. That's pretty similar. They're different colors. I think one is just more faded. It's I okay. bet you there's it's people okay listening to do right that now. as long as you're not taking your shoes off in front of other people, I think. I bet you there's people listening right now mm-hmm. that have never in their life two different colored socks on this that one, i am 53 see that this one surprised time. me if it's like a red sock in a but you're, those socks are the exact same colors they are different colors they are <laughs> different know. colored it, socks. someone would have to stare at your feet one just looks a little faded no they're one's blue and one's gray in the cameras they look the same don't take away my personal development <laughs> So China's rover has actually uh, mapped a thousand feet of hidden structures beneath the dark side of the moon. Ooh. So is this what real? So what it is is they have their uh, rover up there. So the uh, There's a lot of countries change. going to the moon right now. Yeah, right? I got a story but, about India coming up in so, the news. So they've been doing a lot of drilling and stuff like that. And But one thing that they're using is they're using, basically, it's the same as, uh, it's they call it lunar penetrating radar, which <laughs> is the same as ground penetrating radar, which is basically they send radio signals into the surface, and then they measure... The signals that come back, like like radar does, so they can see what's down there. It's because they think the aliens are hiding under there. Why else would they do that? So what it is is they have found several layers of like over the evolution of the moon, several layers uh, of different uh, materials, like lava, uh, sand, dust, soil. But they have also skeletons. found like some cave-like structures down there. But they're saying, from the research that they've done, they have calculated how the moon was actually formed. So billions of years ago, four point five billion this years ago. This is what ago, I find interesting. Is mm-hmm. did you see this when yeah, like no, an asteroid no. struck the Earth? And so what happened is, is the moon broke off, and. Ended up becoming. Why is it in, so round? Doesn't that 
happened. Doesn't that just, all just seem wait, like just, such a crazy coincidence that it just it broke off and it ended up in the perfect position for the tidal waves? Because like if the moon was positioned any different, then the tides would be different and everything, the gravitational pulls and all seems like too much of a coincidence. 4.5 like billion years ago, things happen. Like it, it the, the but it's really change. round. So what? It, but it also <laughs> says for the last 200 million years, for over 200 million years, it was bombarded by asteroids, solar radiation, and so bits and pieces broke off it, which you find in asteroid debris. That's how it ends up becoming. Oh, yeah. seems like and, too and much with of a the fact that it's and the fact that it does rotate around the Earth. It uh, and there was lava flow with the lava flow and gravity. It helped form the shape because there was lava. Are you making that up? No, I'm reading right. I studied this last night after Ahsoka. Um, okay, but it's there Here's was a the lot of thing. lava. Here's what's going cooled. unmentioned in this discussion. Okay. If you were, let's say, an advanced alien being, and you were curious about Earth, right? I mm-hmm. mean, how many people do we have on Earth? It's a couple billion, right, or something yeah, like that? something like that. Like, obviously, we're getting the attention of these other alien species. They've got to be curious about what we're doing down here. 7.8 billion people. I was going to say it, 10, but if you believe that. I... <laughs> I'm on board with the conspiracy that they have no idea that they're lying to us about the population of the Earth. Okay, so you've got a lot of people wandering around on this blue orb in the middle of the galaxy, right? Yeah. And say you are curious about where we're at as a species, as as a living being, okay? And you are keeping an eye on us. Mm-hmm. If you're approaching Earth from anywhere... You would probably use the moon to mask your, your, you know, As some sort of observation station. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it makes sense that there's caverns underneath there that they're hiding in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? you would do that. You go under there. Um, be nice to live under there. They n- nowhere in this article did they say they found any life down there, any sign of life. These are naturally formed caverns and crevices. What are we doing with with the moon? We're trying to live on it. Well, no, we're going to use it as a as a base. Yeah, to pop to Mars, right? Yeah, we want to live on it though, and then do that. That's a good point. We put people up there, so it's going to be like a stop, like a bus stop, right? Mm-hmm. And then you you know you rest up, and then you fly to Mars. They're totally setting it up for that. Yeah. It is interesting, though. And you've got more coming up with the news. What about the moon? Yeah. About the moon. The, about the race to the moon that's going on right now. How many uh, countries are involved <laughs> in to get to the same spot? Yeah. Yeah, it's odd. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. We had a conversation yesterday about drive crews. And before yeah. we get into it again today, I want to say this out loud. I'm not angry about... McDonald's or Wendy's or Burger King or A&W or Tim Hortons. It It doesn't matter. It's this weird strategy. And and again, it's only ever happened to me at McDonald's. And it's only ever happened to me 
in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Like when I say middle of the night, when we're coming into work in the morning, we don't have a lot of options, yeah. right? Not a lot of places are open. So you're stopping for a cup of coffee and a breakfast sandwich. So you're hitting McDonald's. And I like the McDonald's coffee. And I love the sausage and egg McMuffin. Mm-hmm. I love it. I try not to do it every day, but once a week, it's I a might treat. I might hit it up as a treat, right? Um, and I would say, I think I said this yesterday, one in five times they'll ask me to drive up to the next window. And it drives me insane. So you, you order, you go up, you pay, and after you pay, they say, okay, pull up to the next window, and it drives you crazy. Because we there's had, nobody behind me. We had somebody explain it yesterday saying it has to do with the timers that they have going. Yes. So when they send you from the pay window to the next window, it resets the timer, buys them a little more time. See, but I think it actually causes them more work because now they have to go <laughs> further yeah. to but, get the... But and it they resets have to the stop. timer is what it's all But about. all I'm saying is yeah. I understand the timer, but I'm telling you... They're doing more work. It's taking more time for them to do their jobs. They're serving less people yeah. less effectively by doing this. I don't know if you're correct there. Can I give my reason? Because the reason is, is when you go into the restaurant, you stand in line, you stand at a till, you order your food. They make you step off to the side so they can deal with other people. So they're doing the same thing at the drive through because... Uh, so that they can serve more people. People are coming in. They can deal with them. They don't have someone standing at the till when instead they have somebody else ever preparing. Been more wrong in your life. No, I'm not wrong. <laughs> so I'm totally no, not wrong. Because no, hold on. If, if you were just standing at the till, they waited until you got your food. There's somebody a lineup, else is serving There's a lineup of somebody people else is behind you. In that scenario, one like another person is bringing the food to me. Well, this is, I guess it depends what window is closer to where the food is getting cooked. Probably the second window. No, the second window is always further away. From the kitchen? Yes. The, yeah, the second the window is usually... It's more it's of a walk. Just off okay. of the dining area. So you... Hi, Grant Johnson. What would you like for breakfast? I mean, it's like 10 steps. It's not Play very big. Play the game with me. Uh, give me a sausage McMuffin. Okay. No All right. And a coffee. Please pull yeah. up to the next window. Okay. Let's say, hypothetically speaking, that Jimmy comes up behind you yeah. in his Trans Am. <laughs> and then he orders a coffee. Mm-hmm. Now I forget about Grant Johnson... And then I serve another person. Hold on. Oh, I got to make somebody How? else wait. I have to run and grab Grant Johnson's breakfast sandwich and his coffee. Yeah. And I got to run. And it's not 10 feet. It's 20, 30 feet. <laughs> I got to run to that window. And I got to serve Grant Johnson now. You're adding time to your day. <laughs> no. Instead of just See, the thing ordering. Is, is they can't you've, forget you've about you. You will never convince yeah, me you can keep They can't forget talking. about you and let me tell you why. They do. Because they the do thing all the is, time. Is they, is they have Half a the list, time they, they have a list of orders in which they have to do it. If they fill, like, let's just say there's someone in the dining room, someone there. They do it in the order in which the order comes in. I, th- I think you've been watching the bear too much. When he's trying to get it. We got to get it to under five seconds, station to station, chef. Anyway, listen, <laughs> this actually resonated with people. I had three people reach out to me yesterday um, that were listening to this, to, to the show yesterday, to comment on it. And I have a new strategy. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to be rude about it because it's not their fault. They're probably being told by their manager it's to a keep strategy, the clock yeah. going. So, but... 
this one guy, I'm not doing this. If they ask him to move up, he says, no, give me my money back. Mm-hmm. So now he's got, now he's making them take more time. And I wish I could do this because I think more people need to do this so that they stop <laughs> this thing. I don't care what Jimmy says. This adds time to their day. I, and it adds time to my day. It's, it's and so, a, a, such a silly thing to be so mad about. I'm mad about it. I know you because are. Because they forget me over there. <laughs> and then I'll sit there for seven minutes waiting for them, and you don't want to be a jerk. <laughs> right? <laughs> anyway, so and this I'm not guy. Wrong. What, what this guy. You're totally wrong. No, I'm not. So this. What ends up happening here yeah. with, with this guy here, the guy that from Ontario that was listening, the Jevlin or something, Jay Evan. Anyway. He he makes them call the manager to get his money back. When I, they make, I don't think you have to go that far. Because they make him pull it yes. to a new way. So seems I'm not like, alone here. Like, people get annoyed by this, Grant. This guy calls the manager. Get your manager. I'm not moving. Get my food. I mean, <laughs> that seems like a very angry way to live life. I'm with him, though. Getting your money back every time they want you to pull up to a different window? I'm with him. That's, I'm, I, that guy has eaten so much spit in his food. <laughs> We're back to that. <laughs> that is a thing. He's getting his money back. And he's getting a lot of spit in his food. Nobody you, likes him. If you've ever worked at McDonald's, call in and tell the lock that I'm right. You what, are, are you, I, what are you right and wrong about? I, I can't even he's remember. He's saying now. they're saving time by oh, making okay. you move up to the no, next the thing window, is, which is so wrong. So that they no, can, I'm well, done. I'm done. We're not. We're not sitting here arguing about something that you and I will never agree on. They're adding time to their day. I'm sorry. In a drive-through situation, it's taking them more time to serve people by pushing people up. I get the strategy of killing the clock, yeah. right? Which is what they all. They're all measured. They're all graded on that, probably. Right? But it's taking more time for them to serve you, and it's taking more time for them to serve everybody else. Because they got to leave their station and run to another window. You're never going to convince me that they're taking, that they're saving time by doing that. It's just, it's, we could spend the next four days here on the air right now. You would never convince me that they're saving time. I'm sorry. It will not happen. Oh, Donald says Jimmy's correct. Uh, Donald's just trying to be a dick. <laughs> the Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. You know, one thing about tragedy is that there are always stories that come out of horrible situations that inspire you. People stepping up and doing amazing things. It always happens, right? And the fires in the Northwest Territories right now are no different. So it's a horrible situation. Most of the people in the territory have been evacuated. But you need to look for those stories of inspiration. And the hero today in the Northwest Territories, or should I say heroes are Candy, Tiffany, Ginger, Bambi, and the girls at the Harley Hard Rock Saloon who have stayed behind to make sure that Canada's most northern strip club remains open. Yes! That's right. Everyone else can evacuate. The strip club is still open. 
the girls um, wanted to make sure that the people on the front lines who are fighting the fires had a place to go to unwind at the end of the day because every hero deserves a lap dance at the end of the day. That's what I always say. In honor of the heroes at Harley Hard Rock Saloon, Canada's most northern strip club, will now recite some of the lyrics from the traditional anthem of the exotic dancer in their honor today. While swinging on the front porch, swinging on the lawn, swinging where we want, because there ain't nobody home. Swinging to the left, swinging to the right, tastes so good, makes a grown man cry. Sweet cherry pie. Yeah. Thank you, ladies, for your courage and for your inspiration. The Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise page. Get your own I'm a Bad Step 9 shirt today by texting now for the link to shop. This is a beautiful story, Grant. Thank you for Thank sharing. You. And this by request from Warrant. Thinking of those ladies up there in Northwest Territories um, helping out everyone on the front lines, right? So yes. this one's for them. And the uh, club that they're stripping in used to be a former KFC. That's a true story. <laughs> It was a KFC that closed down, which is sad. That's sad when a KFC closes down, but, but at least it was replaced with a strip club. Yes. But with yeah. death it comes That's all life. You can ask for. <laughs> Jesus. Is Brad Pitt, has he got anything coming out here soon? Um, you know what it is? It's that Formula One movie. Yes, he's been filming a Formula One movie where he's actually racing. Like he goes, they have the race, and then he's like driving behind them. <laughs> they film, but and um, stuff. But, but he's in the car, physically in the car. He's actually driving the F one cars. Good for him. Um, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So he's in the news because of that. That's going to be a monster movie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but. The story that I saw, I thought was interesting, and I guess he's not the only one, but when you reach a certain pedigree in Hollywood, you reach a certain status, you kind of get some liberties, right? Yeah. You probably get to pick the projects you want to do, right? Oh, yeah. Brad Pitt gets to pick and choose what he is doing. You probably have a say as to who you're working with mm-hmm. and i guess he has a list of people he won't work with and that's not an abnormal thing right okay. i was trying to i looked online to see if i could find anybody that um was on his list i thought about the exes mm-hmm. he's probably not going to do anything with angelina jolie ever There's again no sequel to mr and mrs smith coming out no <laughs> <laughs> who did who's he dated well that Jennifer list Aniston. Yeah, obviously Jennifer Aniston, Angelina Jolie, um, Juliette Lewis, remember he dated? Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. She's from um, that crazy uh, California. Oh. What was it? She, that, Wood, that Woody she always She always plays like the drug addict, alcoholic. Like nuts. Nuts. Um, what's Eating Gilbert Grape, Dusk Till Dawn. She, she was Natural in that one where they killers. were. Yeah, that's the one. Natural, Natural Born Killer. Killers. Was Brad she was also Pitt in National that? Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. She was the daughter. She was the daughter, yeah. Um, Brad Pitt was not in Natural Born Killers, was he? No. Robert Downey Jr. was Woody Harrelson. That's what it was. Okay. Tommy Lee Jones. Woody Harrelson played the main character mm-hmm. in that one. I wonder where she he met Juliet. It doesn't matter. Yeah. We can move on. <laughs> uh, also, um, it's, you know, a lot of people on there. To me, more he dated for a while. Get out of town. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow, I remember that. He dated I do remember that, that one. Because um, they were together during the time they did that movie, Seven. Oh, were they? Oh, okay. Um, Charlie Theron's on the list. He dated... Sh- 
Really? Mm-hmm. Apparently, yeah. Huh. And then a lot of people that I don't really know. Like, there's a lot more women on here, but... Yeah. 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 But, uh, I'm not... Sandy Newton, he dated at one point. He went through the uh, the, the, the model phase. Yes. Too, right? So yeah. a bunch of those are probably, like, Victoria's Secret models and things like that. You would think so, yeah. All right. Now, outside of X's... Any guesses on who Brad Pitt has on his who list of people Brad not Pitt? to work with? I don't know because he seems fairly likable and he seems like he gets along with people, right? Except for Angelina Jolie. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think have of anyone. Have you given him a pass on the Angelina Jolie thing? Because I kind of have. A little bit. The stuff with his kid is a little, a little hard to swallow. A hard to swallow if he I was like, that abusive and stuff. But. I still kind of give him a bit of a pass i don't know why mm-hmm. like because there's not a lot of details about what he did he was just apparently a heavy drinker yeah uh i have no idea who would be on his list jimmy any guesses i have one and it's gonna be a little outside of the box is it this list obviously isn't it's not public public no i just i had a guess mm. and it's based on um it's based on his appearances in the friends Okay. I bet you Matthew Perry's on his list. He won't work with Matthew Perry. <laughs> he was a gong show. Matthew Perry was. Oh, yeah. Did you know that? Yes. Oh, yeah. I had no There's idea. seasons of the show he says he doesn't remember filming. Yeah, because of addiction. Yeah, he was so, so addicted to drugs and alcohol. My wife read the book, and she was telling me stories, and mm. he was just a complete mess. Somebody said um, they don't think Brad Pitt would work with Tom Cruise. I, you know what? That's funny because I thought about that one too. Because yeah. they're they're kind of on equal footing in the in the world. Yeah, right. I and mean, Tom's more of an action stars. He's more of an action star. Mm-hmm. Brad Pitt does more like different types of things. But I bet you, I bet you, they wouldn't work together. Yeah, I I saw something also. Uh, Harrison Ford is kind of one of that they work together on that Devil's Own. And they have never worked together since. Harrison Ford's so cranky. I, you know, I, I could was see th- him and Brad Pitt not getting along. The other one that I thought about was Robert De Niro because mm. he's crotchety as well. Yeah, true. Right. I, I, I think Brad Pitt would look like in the article that I read. It talks about how he he looks to do things that are fun and works with good people, uh, and you know what I mean. Yeah. Jim Carrey is another one too. Where anytime anybody's on a set with him, there's always weirdness <laughs> and. Lots of complaints. And I yeah. bet Jim Carrey might be on that list as well. Another moment with Dr. Locke. This is about caffeine. And I'll, I'll be honest. Is it killing us now? No. <laughs> they always change well, your minds. You know what? I I thought, and here's my problem with caffeine. Mm-hmm. I knew that smoking was bad. Yeah. Okay. Like, I knew that it wasn't good for you, but I always thought that it was what they put in the cigarettes that were bad for you. I always thought that nicotine at the end of the day... Well, they still do say nicotine is, is decent. It's it's like, how you get it in your body and... Like, I'm not an idiot. There's little amounts of it that are good. I realize that if you... If you like if you're on a vape and you can't put it down, mm-hmm. that's probably not. That's probably too it's, much. It's nicotine. terrible for you. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I always sort of thought that nicotine wasn't the issue in the smoking. It was everything else. Tar and and it, all the other. Things, and I kind of yeah. thought that that was the case with caffeine. I didn't realize that. And the article that I read was that if you you can 
have too much that it can be a real problem. Mm-hmm. I, and, and obviously, again, I'm not an idiot. I realize if you sit down and you drink 42 Monster Energy drinks <laughs> or Red Bulls, it's probably going to have an impact on you. But I didn't think caffeine was bad for you in smaller doses. But this is this is interesting. So... And this is the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. This is in Canada. We have different rules. We're always a little bit more protective in Canada. But the U.S. Food and Drug Administration considers 400 milligrams of caffeine per, per day to be safe um, for most healthy adults. So that's, guess how much that is? It's four 8-ounce cups of coffee, 10 12-ounce cans of cola, or two energy drinks. That's a lot. That's that is a, a lot. lot. That's a lot. Yeah. That's what I that's thought. That's moderate? That's a moderate oh, I'm amount. I'm doing of- fine then. <laughs> <laughs> I am doing okay. I mean, obviously, there's people that are more sensitive things to things like caffeine, so mm-hmm. it might be a bigger issue. But I w- I'm always like, okay, I should only have two cups of coffee. Yeah. I'm getting on my horse now. <laughs> I'm going to the machine right away. <laughs> <laughs> you know the drinks that exceed a certain amount? Mm-hmm. And they can't sell them in Canada? Prime. Monster. Thank you. Yeah. If you really are upset about them decreasing or limiting the amount of caffeine you can get in these drinks, and you can't buy them at 7-Eleven anymore, Mm -hmm. you can order buckets of them from uh, from Amazon Prime, which people are doing. There we go. (laughs) And it's healthy. There you go. There's a... Thank you, Dr. Locke. You can do it. (laughs) And now, the Locker Room presents... Star Wars News. Now, your host for Star Wars News, James P. White. It was actually announced yesterday that they have decided, Disney has decided instead of waiting till midnight on Tuesday to put out the uh, the uh, new Ahsoka series. It's going uh, out. Ahsoka! It's going what? out. At, uh, Doesn't even need a lightsaber. 7 p.m. has uh, our time on Tuesday. So both episodes hit yesterday at 7 p.m. I saw that. For the was, Ahsoka series. I was fired up Disney Plus to watch something, and then uh, oh, I saw hold on, hold on, Ahsoka hold on. Is on there. So it came down last night. Last night at 7 o'clock p.m. So then going forward, it, the episodes will come out at 7 o'clock. And how okay. was it? Worth watching? Was, uh, yes. Better than uh, Obi-Wan? And Boba uh, Fett. It's, uh, it's hard to say because I like them both, but this one's going in a direction that I think I don't want to discourage like people who haven't seen the Rebels series. Yeah, um, it's going around that you haven't so seen it. I I was discouraged about watching Ahsoka because. Um, <laughs> I saw on Disney they added a category saying these are essential episodes you have to watch before you watch Ahsoka. It was, it was all, all the cartoons. cartoons. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to watch those stupid cartoons before I watch this show. So maybe I won't watch this one. But there is a lot of links. Like there's like Morgan Elsbeth comes back. Uh, she's the one in uh, Jedi in the Mandalorian, the Jedi where Ahsoka was in, the one that had the the, the staff that she fought against. She was in this. Okay. In this one, should they broke her out of prison? There's some Jedi. There's another. All uh, right. 
So that means the, and I thought you were going to do a Jedi Jimmy podcast this past weekend, which would have uh, set off the, the whole things Ahsoka. Things went sideways. Yeah, that's. Uh, okay. All right. So that didn't happen. But this are one's going to be out back, this Friday. Are you doing a backstory on I'm Ahsoka? Just gonna, uh, I'm just going to. See, now here's, here's what he'll do. He'll give you, Grant, mm-hmm. the backstory and where we're at so you don't have to watch all those cartoons. I'd Boom. rather watch the cartoons. <laughs> but instead instead of doing instead of doing that, what I'm doing is if something comes up that you muggles wouldn't know, I'll go, okay, this is where they this person was introduced. This is why they're talking about them. Okay, question kind of for stuff. you then. Yes. If I am going to tune in to get your thoughts on this latest Star Wars it's gonna series. It's going to be on Friday. Fridays. You're going to post these on Friday? Yes. Okay. All right. So the Jedi Jimmy podcast is back, ladies and gentlemen, and it'll be focused Ooh. on this latest the Disney Plus series. Japanese The Japanese Jedi. Jedi. She's wow. not Japanese. Are you sure? Ahsoka? Uh, yeah. yeah, she's not Japanese. I don't know. Throw some chopsticks at her. Let's see. <laughs> You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. If I said the name out loud, Billy McFarland, how many people would go, oh, I know that guy? Uh, maybe not many. Not many. Because you, you, you did that yesterday. You said the guy's name. But if you say Fire Festival, then everybody would go. I think everyone goes, oh, yeah, yeah, that guy. Is he out of jail yet? He is out of jail. And he is selling um, tickets to Fire Festival, too. If you don't know Fire Festival, if you missed it, it was like this. Supposed to be uh, supposed to be like this music festival that was going to be on a private Caribbean island, mm-hmm. and it was going to be top notch food. And he got all these. Basically, they paid all these social media influencers to sell it to be like this is going to be the most luxurious, amazing music festival in the world. It turned into just like debacle, debacle. All the bands ended up canceling, and the documentary is hilarious because I don't feel bad for anyone that was there. Because they were all a bunch of yeah. rich kids, and they were like crying because eh, the food was supposed to be top notch, and it's a turkey sandwich, and <laughs> we're sleeping in tents. Can I can't believe it, and and that sort of thing. But he's doing Fire Festival too. He's out of jail, and he says that the first batch of tickets have already sold out. He doesn't even have a date for it yet. He doesn't have any musical acts signed up for it yet. Nothing. No. He just announced Fire Festival two, and he says the first batch of tickets sold out. Come on. How crazy is that? This is a nuts story. When I saw that, I watched his video too. He just looks like such a scammer. Mm-hmm. Like he just—he is obviously a scammer. Yeah. And like, can you imagine? He went to jail for four years because of this festival, because of fraud. And then he gets out and does the same thing immediately. And the fact that people are actually spending their money on these tickets now too. Again, well, we don't know that. There was a, yeah. He's saying they're there was, sold out. There was a story. There was a couple. They spent $550 each on tickets, and they said, yeah, even if the festival doesn't happen, we'll still have a vacation. <laughs> so there are dumber people than him. There are. Yeah. Okay. Because that's what I posted yesterday. I said, please, serious question. Is there a dumber person on the planet for going to jail for this festival and then getting out of jail and then trying to scam people into buying tickets for another one. It's like some sort of trailer park boys thing where they just keep trying the same thing over and over again and they keep going to jail. 
Well, and somebody commented, actually a couple of people commented on the post saying the people that buy tickets are dumber. Yeah. So we'll give you that. <laughs> but he's apparently got, and this might be, this is the only thing that I believed. He apparently has a company that is going to follow his pursuits and document it. So he's making documentaries now. So Smart. that I believe because yeah. I think anybody that um, knows this story might think that there might be some, it, it might be an interesting. Well, the first documentary was huge. You know, a lot of people watched it. So I watched yeah, it. A follow up to that, I think. Yeah. Yeah. The and thing is, is people like chaos. People like crazy. And, you know, even someone doing something stupid like this, there is going to be people that are going to watch a documentary on that. Same thing as we, Mad Mike, he was uh, strapped do, himself to a kettle. Do people buy... I, people, there's enough people out there tickets? who, with the success of that documentary about Fire Festival, will buy tickets to a second one just to be a part of it, even if it goes horribly wrong. Really? To say that they were a and part of it. Because they definitely try and find the camera crew or, or whoever. Oh, I got scammed. I Right. You know, I've okay. It, I was surprised. I was surprised. I I still think he's lying that the tickets are sold out. Yeah, because <laughs> that's that's. There's no venue, no date, or no band signed up yet. So remember that Bud Light Lime. What about the Bud Light Lime? But, when they kept saying it was sold out in bottles. Yeah, yeah. You and don't believe it, it actually did, was. All it did was create this demand. It creates hype. That's yeah. what you do. So they, it's like at a bar. Bars will purposely create lines out the front. To make it look to like make people go, oh, let's go there. That place is busy. <laughs> Bag Milk joining us. How you doing, my friend? Good morning. I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Doing good. good. Doing good, yeah. Read an interesting article, and I thought it would be a good way to get going this morning about the upcoming season and sort of the division of of power balance within the league. Um, and they were saying that it, it it'll be interesting to watch because, like the Atlantic Division with the Bruins getting rid of some veterans, losing some veterans, the yeah, Metropolitan retiring. Division with Carlson going and playing with Sydney, the Central Division, the Connor Bedard story obviously there, and then the Kings uh, shake up the roster with Pierre-Luc Dubois in that blockbuster trade as well. So it, it's, it's a lot of change, and to see how the chips will fall, there might be a little bit more equality in the league. Does that make any sense? Um, we'll see, right? Like, I always think about every summer, there's always player movement and guys move around, and sometimes the good teams just stay as the good teams. The ones that I'm most interested in is some of the ones who are kind of up and coming at the end of the year. Like, I I look at a team like Arizona as an example. They're by no means going to be a powerhouse, but they could be a sleepy kind of playoff pick given mm. how they play in their tiny little arena, how they finished off last year, some of the young players that are going to be uh, going into the lineup this season so I'm going to be interested to see some of those like Columbus Blue Jackets are another one I'm interested to see but in terms of like the powerhouse teams I don't know that there's going to be a whole lot of difference uh, even with all the players moving around but again what the hell do I know that's the most important part Columbus is going to be interesting because uh, what's his name Johnny Hockey Goudreau 
didn't like playing for uh, Daryl Sutter in Calgary. Now he's got Mike Babcock coaching. <laughs> yeah, that should be no problem for Johnny Cougar. So I'm, uh, I imagine he's going to very much enjoy that. Uh, you tweeted it, Grant. and there's a story on Oilers Nation. Um, the Evan Bouchard deal looks like it's done, a bridge deal. We've been saying that for weeks. <laughs> yeah, it looks like for actually for real, for real this time, it looks like he is going to sign a two year contract at three point nine million dollars, as reported by Elliot Friedman. So, um, yeah, it looks like it's finally done. And now if that is the final numbers, what it comes out, Friedman doesn't generally post anything unless he's pretty sure. Um, all that's left to do is wait until October. Yeah, and we're 50 days away, I believe, from the start of the season. Right. So. Yeah, so it's coming around the corner, and I'm just glad for Evan Bouchard. Like, it's yeah. going to be interesting. I'm going to go cruise around Twitter because this news just kind of happened, uh, you know, 20 minutes ago or whatever. I'm going to cruise around Twitter and see how either A, happy people are, or B, annoyed people are with the number. <laughs> That's always one of my favorite yeah. parts when it anything happens with the Edmonton Oilers. So I'm looking forward to reading about the arguments. Yeah. Shane O'Brien, who is he? <laughs> uh, Shane O'Brien is a former NHLer that now is doing a podcast. Okay. And uh, apparently doesn't like Ryan Smith. <laughs> what? <laughs> all right. Did you see that one? <laughs> no, I didn't see he, that. But like, he went, of all the... <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Grant. He went viral because he was telling a story about how much he hates Smitty because when they were playing against each other, Smitty thought he was Wayne Gretzky and <laughs> he did took a goal away from some player at one point and yeah tucked his jersey right. in like Wayner it was <laughs> weird i i kept looking at him going you look familiar you look familiar why 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 and then i googled his <laughs> name and I'm like okay all right how does anybody dislike ryan smith yeah. like yeah, of all the players to dislike, that one's a that was an a, interesting one to me. That but, is a weird yeah. one. Yeah, if you get him in it, you'll have to. Go. I think the name of their podcast is Missing Curfew. Missing Curfew, and and I'm guessing it's probably still up. Anyway, he, it was. It's only about a minute long. He just tears into uh, Smitty. It just doesn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, it made no sense at all. No, it's uh, so it was random. It went viral too. there, but a week ago. Um, yeah. the the Skinner conversation. Is it too early to start talking about? Our goaltending, it tends to be a popular never. discussion with the bag milk segment on, <laughs> on the It's never too early to talk about goaltending. I like, um, his, to, I like, like I, his theory that he's going to be better this year. Yeah, I mean, well, I I always find it funny when guys say that, right? Like, what's he going to say? Like, <laughs> well, ah, you know what? I'm going to be worse than last year, I think. <laughs> That's the target. That's but I point. think the interesting thing with the goaltending, this is right now, as of today, it should be, should be Stuart Skinner's net to lose. And Jack Campbell's going to have to steal it back from him. So I think that's going to be an interesting dynamic, whereas last year was completely reversed. So what I want to see is how Stu kind of handles the quote-unquote pressure of being the starter and knowing he's the starter going into the year and having Jack kind of try and regain his form and battle yeah. back and steal some of those games away. So that's the most interesting angle to me. Um, but again, we'll see how Jay Woodcroft actually plays his goalies um, when the season actually starts early in the year last year, there was a uh, he was riding Campbell a lot. The struggles were happening, and then eventually it just flipped over to Skinner. So I'm wondering how much leash Skinner is going to get, how many opportunities Jack Campbell is going to get to kind of prove that he's bouncing back in year two of that five year deal. The goaltending in Edmonton is going to be a very interesting topic, especially if either one of those guys struggles kind of in the early going. Well, also too, if you're being paid a certain amount of money. 
there's that expectation that oh, yeah. you're the number one. And I, I believe there is some difference in the Skinner deal and the Jack Campbell deal, right? Oh, like, yeah. Like, there's a significant difference. Yeah. Jack Campbell's, um, you know, he's making more money by a sizable margin. So, yeah, you're 100% right that when you make that kind of smoke, you would be, you know, the expected starter. But... Again, we'll see what happens. It's it's funny though. Sometimes these storylines have an impact, right? and mm-hmm. and not only that, the the type of situation that you put players in can have an impact, right? I I think that Jack needed to be sat for a bit, like for the type of player he is. Like in Arizona, you brought up Arizona. I think it's interesting. I think it's going to be interesting to watch as well because they're going to have a a bit of a bug up their butts because yep. because people make fun of them playing in front of 5,000 people and they yep. might be a, you know they might make some noise this year because of that and I think that's what we had last year. It'd be interesting though to see like you said if they give Skinner the, the, the go ahead anyway. That's what I'm looking forward to seeing like sometimes having really high expectations on a player or a team can you know negatively impact their performance on the ice but yeah. when the reverse is also true you know this year, I don't think people are expecting a whole lot from Jack Campbell based on the way the last season went. So, and that might be better. That for puts him. him in a good spot to bounce back. Yeah, and yeah. you're right, Locke. Maybe, hopefully, that is a good spot for him to be in this year. Oilers Nation Golf Tournament sold out, so you're out of luck there. But you guys released the Nation Vacation, the latest one. So this is the second one you've released, right? Uh, this is the first one of the year. We are going to be doing two. So we're, we just launched our trip to Seattle. That one's coming up November 10th to 12th. We're going to a hockey game on the Saturday night. We're going to an NFL football game on the Sunday morning. Nice. Oh, wow. Um, and then we're coming back on the Monday. So you don't actually even have to take, because that's the long weekend. You don't actually have to take a day off work for this one. So if you want to check out the details for that, it's nationgear.ca. It's going to be a blast. I cannot wait. We've never been to Seattle before. We've never done an NFL game as a crew before. So there's going to be a lot of lot of good times on this one. I'm very, very excited. So go check that out, nationgear.ca, if you're interested in coming along. What I love about your enthusiasm around this trip is that you won't need a day off when you get back. <laughs> <laughs> well, need and take are two different things. Right. This one. Like it, for me personally, I could tell you I'm not going into the office on that Tuesday. But if you have a grown-up adult job, it's just something to think about, you know. There he is bag milk Oilers Nation. Thank you for your time as always. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Congrats, you just lost five IQ points. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.